Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast. I'm your host, Gareth Rafferty, and this is Chapter 3, Episode 24. Welcome back. Today is the 17th of May, and it's quarter to 11 here in the morning in UK. Many of you will know, as the days feel like they're getting shorter, your hair just consistently gets longer. And I'm definitely that person that now looks like I'm in the 1980s with a lawyer's wig on. And that's how I feel every time I look in the mirror now. And yeah, I'm kind of driving myself insane a little bit now we're, we've been in lockdown for about two and a half months now, I believe. Absolutely crazy time. Anyhow, let's jump straight into the podcast because I've got a few interesting points today and um, yeah, we'll just kind of see where we go. So the first point in my diary today, well, I say diary, it's more of a post-it note these days, but the first point on my post-it note is why I read. I wanted to include this point because I feel like I might have touched on it in the past, but never delved deep into what I actually read and why I'm reading and the purpose of all of this. So let's go straight in. I think reading as a whole when I was younger always seemed like something that the kind of geeky and nerdy kids did. But actually, I also knew that there was a huge opportunity when it came to reading because it can enhance things like your knowledge, your use of words, and also the way you phrase and together sentences. However, I just never felt like I was the person that needed that mysticalness to come from a book. I always watched movies and um, those different things as opposed to actually reading. And it only came about really about... I decided, you know what, I want to get started in this area and this area means a lot to me and that actually I want to start learning more and it was in that search for learning more that I decided to read and upon this search of more and more information I've kind of got addicted to it. I think that um, reading books can have a huge huge opportunity because especially the types of books I read it allows you to be ahead of the curve in a way because not everyone reads books and even throughout adult life parents will tell kids to read books but usually they don't even take their own advice and I think that when it comes to reading as a whole it doesn't really matter what you read it can definitely boost your intelligence especially in terms of your kind of English grammar intelligence When it comes to the physical knowledge that I'm getting from these books, it puts me ahead of the curve of not only people my age, but also people that are 10 years older than me, because it means that I have that knowledge ready to go whenever I'm doing anything practical. And sometimes I can just be sitting there ready to do a new project. And I'll think of all these different things that I've learned in several different books and I'll put them together and apply them in a way which can then build a strategy. And I think that's extremely important because it allows me to be a bit more expendable and it means that my skills are more valuable to the people that I'm working with. Sometimes when we're out working, we often get caught in our little bubble and so reading allows me to step beyond that bubble. 
it allows me to open my eyes to what's actually going on in the world and what's actually happened in the past with marketing that's been extremely successful, but what also hasn't gone too well. So I can learn from that. I think some of the other business books I read besides marketing that aim more towards business operations and sales, even reading those books allow me to apply that knowledge in different ways to marketing and other areas of my life. And because not everybody reads, it gives you that huge opportunity, which is literally right there in front of you and easy to get your hands on. Books, you don't necessarily need to go and buy a physical book. You can get ebooks, audio books now, and it makes it extremely easy to get your hands on a book for fairly, fairly cheap. You can also go down to a charity shop and see what books they have in store. Of course, they might not have that one book that you want, but they might have other books that covered similar topics. Truth is, just by reading, it's allowed me to get ahead in terms of my mindset in business as well, which is extremely valuable. And I can't even stress this enough that just by reading these books, it's allowed me to apply knowledge that I wouldn't have otherwise had. And it's definitely allowed my mindset to flow more into career. And although I am already very career orientated, I think that this has allowed me to have knowledge and experience without actually having to live that experience in a way, because I'm learning from other people's mistakes and also other people's successes. And when I say this, I don't just mean that I'm reading about them and then I'm copying the exact same things that they've done. I mean, Stephen Bartlett, for example, with his company, social chain, the way that they built, they built their company was that they reached out to some of the, kids in their bedrooms that were building these massive social channels and then he basically brought them all together to build social chain as well as getting getting investment and doing challenges for buzzfeed and all these different things now it would be very easy for me to do a similar thing with podcasting or some other medium but actually that probably wouldn't work nowadays because influencer marketing is a thing whereas back in those days it wasn't as much of a thing companies weren't really doing it it was the early days of social um, well, it wasn't the early days of social, but it was the early, it was earlier and companies were still trying to figure out this massive shift in marketing and business world from being something that's always been offline to now coming online and having to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, customer service, all these different things. So reading has definitely helped me to get above the curve on topics such as marketing and business and sales also as well reading has allowed me to better myself in terms of my mindset and my habits and all the rest of it because sometimes you need someone to tell you something in order for it to stick and even if you know the knowledge in this book completely just by the way someone says something it can hit you in a different way and i've mentioned that previously on multiple occasions in previous podcasts that actually just by hearing something in a different way, it can take you to that next level. I mean, I've definitely learned a lot from books, both, both personal development, but also the more businessy books and being able to pull that knowledge together to have a force on my life. I think that's really effective and I'm excited to see where my learning takes me over the next five to 10 years. The truth is, if there's anyone listening that's out there and you're a student, 
whether that's um, a high school student, whether that's a college slash university student, depending what country you're in, I think now would be a great time to start leaning into what you enjoy, learn as much as you possibly can about it. Because when you start to move forward, you will know more knowledge than 90% of your class. Because the truth is, you can go to a class at university, and although 80, 90, nearly even 100% of the people in that room will still go into the same area as you, it shows that you're more committed to your lecturers because you're reading books and you've been reading books for several years, but also it just allows you to have more knowledge and apply it differently to than what these other people in your class might, because the truth is 90% of your class probably won't read these sorts of books. Now, I'm not saying it has to be all business because I know that people need to switch off at times. I do myself too, but lean into it and i actually mean this with like every part of my bones and my body because it's had a real detrimental effect on my i don't know if detrimental is the right word it's had a, a huge effect on my life anyhow and yeah i definitely promote books to anyone and say lean more into your field i mean not everyone learns from books and I understand that. So maybe you could watch vlogs about people that are in the graphic design industry, if that's what you want to go into. But I think just by learning in any way possible, whether that's podcasts, vlogs, um, YouTube videos, whatever you want to watch, you will actually see a huge impact as you start to put in that consistent action. And that's the key part about this is being consistent. As you start to build inconsistencies in your life, it will probably tear you apart mentally because I know if I don't read in a day, I tear myself apart because I'm trying to build up that consistency. And I know that the future me that I want to be has to have those in place. And so if I don't read in a day or um, I miss something that I want to do, it mentally tears me apart because I still want to be that person that I want to be in the future. And the only way to become that person is by putting in the actions now to make yourself that person because the truth is the Gareth I see in 10 years time that is me but I've just read less books I've had less business experience and in order to be that person I need to envision what that person would do on a day-to-day -day basis Gareth would read books in the morning Gareth would listen to podcasts Gareth would be relaxed and I need to learn as much as possible and put in the processes that Gareth in 10 years would have because if I implement them now then in a way I'm already ahead of myself but also it puts those things in place so that in the future that future me isn't so far away and yeah I could talk about reading all day I've been talking about it for about 10 minutes now so I'm going to move on but if you have any questions about reading building those habits to get into reading was a hard one for me um, but I'd definitely love to share my advice with you guys. One quick tip before I move on. If you are trying to read and you're not used to reading, then start by just reading a page. And you may think, Gareth, you're silly. A page, that's not going to do anything. But the truth is, if you just read one page, keep yourself in your mind. And whenever you try and shut yourself down because you've only read one page and you see entrepreneurs reading a book a day, just remember to yourself 
that that's one page more than what you would have read before you started reading. And that will automatically shut all of those thoughts down because progress is better than no progress. And that's my two cents on reading. I'm now going to move on swiftly to opportunities and chances. This week has been an interesting one for, not necessarily for me, but for me to watch because a lot of people that go to universities and colleges this week has been the week that they've had to submit all of their coursework for their final year of university. And I'm closer than it than ever because everyone that was in my class or 90% of my class, my girlfriend, my, some of my friends, they've all had to submit their coursework and now they're finished and that's it. All they can do now is wait. And it really got me thinking about opportunities and chances, but also beginnings and endings. So opportunities and chances is what I started on. And I think opportunities only come from you giving things a chance by turning up and saying yes, by trying out something different, by taking these chances on things that you wouldn't normally do, that leaves you open to opportunities. If there's any martial artists out there, you'll know that sometimes you will leave yourself open in battle. But this isn't necessarily a bad thing, especially when you're applying it to business. Yes, in martial arts, if you leave yourself open, you get jabbed in the neck or you get kicked to the floor. But in business, leaving yourself open can bring in huge opportunities. Of course, I'm not saying say yes to every single thing that people ask you to do, but be open to these new opportunities. For example, on LinkedIn, once in a while, I get a guy or a girl that reaches out to me. They reach out and they say, hey, Gareth, I've seen some of your videos on LinkedIn. Do you fancy coming on my podcast? It would be very easy for me to say no. But number one, I enjoy podcasting and I enjoy being on people's podcasts. And number two, it allows you to get your word out there and your voice out there. And it basically leads you to a different audience that wouldn't usually see you. Just like I did a podcast um, about two weeks ago now. And I didn't have to do it, but it was a, a brand new podcast. And I was like, you know what? I have two cents I can s sell and tell people about on this podcast. And so I sold my ideas and I shared my thoughts. And when I say sell, I mean that in um, the physical sense of giving away my ideas as opposed to a transaction of money. But yeah, you have to be open to these opportunities because if you're not, then you may be wondering why everyone around you has got that job or started that company and you haven't. And, you know, that might not come overnight. It might have to take five years to build up. But over time, it definitely will be worth it. And it's paid me huge dividends. Moving on to beginnings and endings. University has been a hell of a ride for me. And my perspective on university is constantly changing. I'm now technically in my third year of university. And I could have been graduating this year but I decided to take that year out and work. At the moment, I think it was a really positive choice because it's led me to where I am today. And 
it's got me in the mindset where I am today about how, although over the past nine months, I've neglected my company a little bit, it's led me onto a path which will in the future pay me and become extremely useful. And it's put me in a mindset where I understand the struggles a bit more about trying to work a full-time company, um, work full-time with in a company, but then also trying to build your own company on the side. And I have a lot more gratitude and appreciation to the people that are doing it. I think beginnings and endings, it's, it's one of those people are scared to start, but they hate endings. And I think the fact of university when you finish you have a huge beginning but you also have quite a big ending and it scares a lot of people it scares a lot of people back into the educational system just like how going to college or university in the beginning scares people to take that next step a lot of people just go into university because it's the easy option in a way because it means they don't have to face the big wide world and it's it's sad to see in a way because university certainly isn't for everyone. So beginnings and endings. I don't have a key kind of point to this. I think I just wanted to speak about how I'm feeling in terms of seeing everyone around me getting ready to finish university and my thoughts on that. So it's weird to see everyone getting ready to finish university after it being this huge thing that school had promoted for years. And now it just feels like it's just flew by. I think that in a way it's sad to see that everyone is finishing university because I'm not finishing. And it's not the fact that I'm not finishing university with people around me and that they're going to be in a job whilst I'm going to be at university. The thoughts in my head is that I'm sad because I want to get it over and done with. And I don't want to kind of have this burden on my shoulders of still having to complete another year. And so that really got me thinking about kind of the next year and what that's going to hold. And the truth is we can't predict the future, but we can show us I'll try. And yeah, I think there's a lot of students over the next three months that are going to be graduating in a different way to other people have in the past purely because of coronavirus. And I think that's going to change people's perspective in terms of what's actually important. And going into those jobs, I think people will look for jobs that align more with what they enjoy which is nice to see. But of course, that's just my prediction. We'll obviously see what happens. So the next point in my diary is about positivity and negativity. And I think this is a point that has been toying around in my brain recently. Positivity and negativity. They're both opposites, of course, but I think... Recently, I've been toying between both. As my hair starts to get longer, I look in the mirror and I can barely recognize the person that's underneath all of that hair. My hair now probably reaches my top lip. And that's really long. 
that's extremely long and when I say it out loud it sounds absolutely insane but positivity and negativity it's one of those I look in the mirror and I see myself and usually it's in the evenings to be completely honest I put some music on and I'm trying to build more of an evening routine of going brush my teeth have a wash with this really calming song on and then going to watch like half an hour of tv and then off and I think building this has had a really positive effect on my day-to-day basis and my routines it's allowed me to when I start to hear that music I'm ready to go to sleep and it makes my body feel tired which is really nice in a way I've um, formatted my body conditioned my body that's the word I've conditioned my body into being ready for sleep whenever that whenever I hear that music and I think that's really good because it will allow me to fall to sleep a lot quicker and easier in terms of when I actually look in the mirror though because of how messy my hair usually looks on the evenings and when I'm having a wash I I just stop for a second and I look in the mirror and I think to myself every time I look in this mirror it doesn't matter where the mirror is in the world, I'm always going to see the same reflection. And whether I see the same reflection today or I see the same reflection in 10 years, it's still going to be that same reflection. And I think that that's quite scary in a way, but when I see myself and I look a mess and my hair's down all over my face and I can barely see who I am, I think, is this the Gareth that will wake up in 40 years and still be trying to reach my goals and when I start to think these things it pushes me into a path of both positivity but also negativity and so when I look in this mirror obviously I see myself the positive side is telling me okay Gareth you don't want to be that person so in order to not become that person you have to put in the hard work right now and the effort to make yourself become that person that you want to be, as opposed to the person that you're seeing in the mirror that looks a mess. And I mean, we all have those bad hair days, but for me, when I see myself, I don't know, it's just something different in the mirror. And in terms of the negative side, it's me constantly asking myself, am I doing enough today to impact myself in the future? And that can drive you somewhat insane really because you're constantly wanting to do better and although that's a good thing it's also a bad thing because sometimes you will choose certain parts in your life as opposed to other parts and I'm probably not explaining this very well at all but it makes you wonder about those choices that you're making whether you're making those right choices And the only way to surpass this feeling of, am I making the right choice, is to lean into those choices and make sure that you make it the right choice. And so I just wanted to share those thoughts, feelings with you guys, because, you know, everyone has those positive and those negative days. The next point in my diary is channeling your feelings, your emotions and your energy through an object about eight years ago my sister gave me a necklace a necklace which was probably about 12 pound from a company like asos 
And when she ordered it and she gave it to me for my birthday, I was chuffed. It's a small beaded chain with a cross at the bottom, a dangly cross. And although I'm not religious, I wear it almost every day. And since coronavirus has been around, I haven't worn it as much as often because I don't usually wear it to bed and in the shower and all these different things. But by wearing it recently, it's allowed me to somewhat subconsciously stay in a positive mindset. And I think that's really strange to be able to channel your feelings and your emotions and more so your energy through this individual object. And it's made me wonder if there's a term for it. There probably is a Japanese term about it, but it really gets me thinking about channeling my energy. How do I continually stay in a positive mindset? And as I've just mentioned, sometimes you phase in between those positive and negative moments, but just remembering at the end of the day to stay positive, I think is really, really important. And this isn't always easy, but having an object to subconsciously remind you that you're doing enough and remind you of why you're doing what you're doing, I think is extremely important. It doesn't necessarily have to be a necklace or a bracelet or an anklet or an earring. It could just be an item on your desk that you just leave there. Some people do this a lot through photo frames of their family. And I think it's really important to channel your energy through an object because it allows you to somewhat give you that constant reminder, but also take away that burden that people are waiting on you to do this. And so I would highly recommend people just keep an object that someone got you on your desk, someone that's important to you. Just keep it on your desk or keep it in your pocket, whatever it may be. It could be a pebble from the beach when you were five, but just keeping that with you can allow you to subconsciously feel like you're in a bubble. And sometimes that's really, really nice. So I wonder if anyone else out there is doing this. I'm not really sure. Do any of you guys that are listening do this? Do you have an object that you channel your energy through? An object that you got from a family member or a friend that means a lot to you? An object from when you went to a place that's in your dreams and your goals and you took it and you keep it as a constant reminder that that you're going to get there? I'm really intrigued to hear if anybody else does this. Surely I can't be the only person on earth that channels my energy through an object. It's something I was thinking about just before I pressed record on this podcast. And so I jotted it down because subconsciously it's just always there around my neck and half the time I don't even think about it, but sometimes I get it out and I'll just like wrap my finger around it. And it's just a nice feeling. So if any of you guys are feeling down or you feel like you need some of that family support right now because you're not with your family and friends because of coronavirus lockdown, then maybe you've got an object that you just chucked in a cupboard. Just go and get that out and put it on your desk whilst you're working and I'm sure it will have huge impacts. But I think I'm going to end the podcast there because it's 11.12, so we just missed 11.11. Some people like 11.11 for some reason if none of you guys do then that's completely fine but anyhow thank you all for listening it means so so much to me and i hope you guys found value in this podcast if you have any thoughts or feelings about anything i've spoken about today you can find my social media down below 
and if you have any questions again about anything i've mentioned like reading or channeling your energy through these objects and feel free again to message me on my on my social media channels that i've all jotted down below and if you have anything you want to speak about in general just come say hi my social media is in the description and i hope you found value in this podcast this has been chapter three episode 24 of the building from the bottom podcast i'm your host gareth rafferty and thank you all for listening have a great week and i'll speak to you all very very soon